It's time for the Showtime and Timberwolves Show with your hosts, Paladino Joey and the People's Champ, Vince Germano. Again, Lakers and Timberwolves fans, this is the Showtime and Timberwolves show. I'm your host, Paladino Joey, and with me once again, the people's champ, Vinrock, Vince Germano. How you doing, Joey? Uh, hopefully you're not uh, freezing your ass off over there in uh, Golden Valley. <laughs> You're in Golden Valley, Minnesota. Yep, Vin Rock is from Melbourne, Australia. Yep, an international show here. Yes, sir, for those of you that are new to this show, episode number four. And I am freezing my ass off because uh, the cold has returned. The snow came and the cold returned after the snow. That was a pretty impressive uh, drop of snow you posted on Facebook. Yeah, it's uh, 10 inches, but literally 10 inches topping what already was probably 30-something <laughs> because we had no thaw. Yep, no thaw all winter. We usually have something, but nothing this time. Hmm. You're about as cold as uh, Ron Kelly's jump shot right now. That's about right. Or okay, I don't want to say our point guard or anything. Ooh, I, I no, shouldn't no, say don't, that. Don't, don't do that. Oh, I should say Wes Johnson because he's currently over four. Ah, <laughs> as this game is going on. Yep, we got the old <laughs> Lakers-Celtics rival kind of rivalry going on over. Okay, I'm so mean. Yeah, battle for the wooden spoon. Huh? It's the battle for the wooden spoon. Yeah, pretty much. It's about what's going on right now. It is a Two-point game at halftime, the 17 championships against 16, leading by, well, actually it's after halftime now, but leading by three. Yep. Yep. 17 to 16, though, in the championship bracket. Uh, yeah, we'll get one. We'll get one, though. We should get one next year. It's coming. One of these <laughs> Celtics are, are looking well, at that, We've got to get Kevin Love first. Ah, and then the Celtics got to trade away Rondo, apparently. <laughs> no, actually, they didn't, though. No, no, they... they, they, they uh... They they were entertaining the thought. I, I think there was some reports that uh, they, you know we shopped around a bit, but yeah, Toronto and Sacramento. He didn't want to. Uh, he, he pretty much the reports were he didn't want to sign or re-sign with those those particular teams. Mm-hmm. I don't blame him for that one. I, I'm so, yeah, and I remember Houston was in the mix too, but maybe they just I don't know. Maybe Boston. I'm sure Boston wanted too much in return, at least in in Houston's eyes. I really don't want to see him in Houston. I, uh, me neither. Me neither at this point. <laughs> but yeah, before we dive deep into the the uh, trade deadline, we we gave you guys a little tease. We we put our toes in the water. We like to talk about our little uh, what frothy we're having to start out. That would be beer <laughs> for those of you wondering. Like, what's that? No. <laughs> but no, yeah, we like to introduce our frothy that we uh, join us on our show. Our, our in studio audience. Yes, this is a uh, this is a drinking podcast. Uh, we do like a, a, a cold frothy every now and then. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, today, I've got to say, I'm I'm not on the frothy. It's a <gasps> bit, even though it's summer, it's a bit it's a bit nippy out here at the minute. Oh wow! So uh, I've gone for a cider. Oh okay, that works. Gone for a, bull, a Bulmers cider, apple cider, uh, alcoholic, of course. Oh, uh, is it? Oh, so there you go. So still a technical, you know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah, I'm still on the piss. I'm still on the piss. Don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, actually, oh, I just love my cider as much as my frothy. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good drop. I don't know if you can get Bulmers where you are in uh, Golden Valley. I've, it's like It sounds familiar, but I haven't seen it. I, it's one something to Google out there. We're here... In this case, it's a local brew, of course, but extremely like high rank. Usually, overall, it's called Surly. Yes, this is the Surly Hell variety, though. Like Surly's the actual main brewer, brewer, whatever brewery, but this one's <laughs> called Hell, which is like a German like Hell is. It is uh, utterly class. Very, very good stuff. <laughs> oh, and he's just knocked <laughs> not the top off already. Mm-hmm. That's what it's that's about, your, right there. That's his fourth one, people. Don't worry about that. Oh, <laughs> believe it or not, it's only the first, but oh, well, nine, <laughs> yeah, but there it is. Yeah, I'm like doing a, an automatic beer review. So yeah, we like to interview, introduce what we start off with and such. We promise we're not drunk or anything, but we like to, <laughs> but we like to introduce a little bit of something coming into the show, try to add some uniqueness to the show without being too uh, generic or whatever. Yeah, I mean we're we're still a work in progress. We just uh, we we just we just want to do it like two mates talking at a pub, so nice and relaxed and and not take things too serious. That's the idea. Yep, and yet at the same time bring that great knowledge that we do that we do possess. Uh oh, look at me <laughs> again. Look at me bragging, right? You got over forty years of NBA uh, watching experience here coming on you. So there, there you go. You know, in combination, of course. I'm not yeah, quite yeah. 50 years old, no. But no, I'm, I'm nearly there. <laughs> getting there, aren't we? So, yes, uh, the trade deadline. What the hell happened? Okay, it's a typical Timberwolves trade deadline. Uh, here we go. There's all kinds. There's about usually about two or three rumors or, or at least one that's pretty much, yeah, this trade's done. It's it's over. You know, like the Beasley trade a couple years ago for uh, Jamal, 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 Jamal Crawford. And I remember everybody on Twitter saying, oh, that just sounds like a meh trade to me. As a, you know, in hindsight, and even at this time being, the people in this, yeah, okay. We're good. <laughs> I swear, they're, I swear, they're idiots. I swear. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you, you guys, you guys had a ton of speculation. Uh, you know, Andre Miller. Yeah. T-Wolves were his preferred destination. Then it was Tony Allen and Tayshawn Prince for, for Budinger and Berea. Oh, that um, that didn't happen. I wasn't a I wasn't a big fan of you guys getting Prince, uh, but I like the idea of getting Tony Allen for that extra bit of defense. But I'm man, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I do, I do too. But Tayshawn Prince would have been the, the sticking point for me if I was Flip Saunders. I would have just said that's that's no deal. That's the bad part. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't all excited about it. The best part for me was like JJ Barea leaving. I mean, he's the <laughs> offense killer, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, he he does have his moments though. I mean, he it does. can't be too too. You're a bit harsh for him. <laughs> I am a bit. I am a bit. Yeah, a lot of people here actually hate him, and it seems like the league. I've heard a lot of people across the league are when they hear the name like in a trade, they're like, "Nah, that's okay." It's just that that that's what I hear. I, I may be wrong, yep. but is that on like the talkbacks again? Is that like on the talkbacks over there? Talkback radio that you listen to, or, or 
something like that, or it's on a sports show, you know, like the Berea hate coming through? Uh, it's like Twitter, and then on the shows, yes, like 1,500, yeah. I was hearing about that extensively, like, oh, nobody wants Berea, so it's, you know, stuff like that, like his value is real low, um, Twitter as well, kind of back and forth. I gotta say, I'd, I'd I'd take JJ. Would you? Oh, would you? You could just yeah, see the eyes lighting up. <laughs> I, I would. I really would. As long as he's coming off the bench, not not like Hank says, not backing up, uh, not backing up point guard. Just just come in like being a two guard and and doing some, pardon me, doing some damage and sitting back on the bench. Mm-hmm. Well, just the thought of Berea going to the Lakers, I'll drink to that. Oh yes, I've about time for a drink. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice little sip of that. That, uh, yep, that it's like a German, yeah, Ger- German lager, by the way, Surly Hell. That's basically someone, what it's called. Someone said to me the other day, mm-hmm. You actually have a drink on the podcast? I'm like, Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like a, it's not like we're like here slamming them, you know, it's just having one, you know, so it's like, <laughs> or I don't know, maybe you are, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I'm just, just taking it easy, but, uh, yeah, same here, yep. you know, podcasting's hard work. It is. It is. Oh, it is. It is. Trust me. Yeah. Especially if you're solo for four, oh, 400 or whatever. So you, uh, you, you, you're happy the trade didn't go through in the end? Or you wanted them to just make some kind of move? When it comes to me, yeah, I'm, yeah I'll, I'll admit, I'm one of those guys. I'm impatient. I'd like to see something. Um, the team's not going anywhere. You got guys like Shved, Berea, uh, you know, it's like they're not, they're not going to make the team any better. Keeping them around. Berea drives drives me personally crazy. Um, the team itself doesn't doesn't appear to be on its way to any type of postseason. And obviously, you got a franchise player that's, you know, uh, his mood is testy. You just don't know if he wants to stick around. You want to show the possibility that this team is capable of making some type of tricky move that makes the team better. I mean, teams have done it many times. You well, saw Sacramento do it years ago. Yeah, good. Well, can you tell me who who are your expiring contracts that you've got? If off the, if you know, I know it's a question without notice, but Uh-oh. off the top of your head, if you know, is it was is Budinger? Uh, I know Berea is, isn't he? Berea's expiring. Uh he is. I believe he's expiring next year. Budinger is. Uh, he's just starting his new contract. He's here for like three more years. So. Um, the whole deal with the uh, the one attractive, uh, excuse me, unattractive part of the Memphis deal is Tony Allen's contract lasts until 2017. 2017. That was the one unattractive yeah. part to look at. I like him, but he's 32. Obviously, I, actually, I really like him. Uh, Prince yeah. is expires after next season. That would have been seven. That would have been a possible trade ship next year because uh, yeah. you know you got seven million coming off the books to whoever would love to have a. Uh, just a well, one of those <laughs> guy coming yeah. up with books. Because I was thinking the Evan Turner side of things. Yes, yes. And then because you know they wanted uh, Philly wanted expiring contracts, mm-hmm. but it doesn't sound like you guys have got anything to give up that you could have given up to get a guy like Evan Turner. Yeah, that's that's the other problem right now. It doesn't seem like we really have all. It doesn't really seem like we have all that. Uh, much to, to excite anybody because obviously Berea is a guy we just want to get rid of so bad and obviously nobody seems to want him. The one guy that could be tossed around, but I'm sure it's it would, it would be an argument inside the organization is Pekovic, I suppose. 
I don't no, think no, you'd no. like that, from what I know. No, no, no. Unless he's coming to LA, of course. Yeah, then 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 it's a possibility. Uh, <laughs> Luke Richard, I would trade in a second, but okay, I shouldn't say that. He's okay, but not that good. I don't think we could trade him because of that whole ninety-day rule. Uh, Gorgie, I'm I, I personally would not trade him. Shabazz, I don't know. I, I I've heard, I I wouldn't have been surprised if he was traded, but obviously he wasn't. So. Not sure where to go with that. Uh, Sved signed through 2016. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> yep, signed through 2016. That's, of course, including Corey Brewer. Uh, actually, nobody's... Well, the only guy expiring this summer is A.J. Price and Dante Cunningham, pardon me. $2.1 million, so not really a cap saver for anybody, but maybe a nice uh, power forward off the bench. Yeah, I don't think that would have been... The, the salaries wouldn't have matched for Evan Turner, I don't think, would they? If that's they try, you know, if, if Flip made the call, that's the thing. It, they'd yeah. have to figure out something. And would the pieces, once you do match salaries, do the pieces uh, attract Philadelphia? And it's like probably not. Um, Philadelphia, when they're like in the Wiggins sweepstakes and all that, you know, the tanking and all that classic stuff that teams like to do all the time. Yep. Even though Adam Silver would like to deny that, <laughs> <laughs> that that deal doesn't make all that much sense either for Philadelphia acquiring Danny Granger. Um, well, they're gonna they're gonna waive him. That's the thing. Oh, okay, I see what you yeah. mean. Yeah, oh. they're gonna uh, waive him. So he, he's he's gonna go. To, you know what he's gonna do? He's gonna sign with the Spurs or the Heat or uh, yeah. or, or bloody Oklahoma or something like that. Mm-hmm. But Typical. I think his knees, I think his knees stuffed. That's the thing. Yeah, he's pretty. It seems like he's been out for like forever, basically. Like he's one of those guys. He'll be back for a little bit, and then he's out again for. Well, the soreness is kicking in or whatever it is, or it's aggravated, all that good stuff. Yeah, I, th- I think he's stuffed. But we, we made a blockbuster. Did you catch our blockbuster? It was big time, wasn't it? Did I hear uh, something about Steve. Steve Blake, your favorite guy there? I don't mind, I don't mind uh, Steve Blake, but uh, yeah, we traded him to Golden State for Kent Bazemore and uh, Marshawn Brooks. Yeah. Who, a... <laughs> who watch it, watching today, I don't mind... Uh, before we came on to record this uh, this show, I, I don't mind Bazemore. Yeah, I was like, and, I was like thinking, who is that guy? But no, <laughs> he's super athletic, and he. Well, this is going to throw D'Antoni. Uh, oh, he actually no. plays defense. Actually, drew a charge. Oh my god, that's a miracle! And that's uh, a miracle. I, I saw D'Antoni just look over to Kurt uh, Kurt Rambis and say, "What the hell was that?" And uh, also, Marshawn Brooks uh, showed. Some nice moves. Uh, hey, look, play them. <laughs> Let's see what they can do. But I'm happy for Steve Blake going to, you know, a playoff contender. So, uh, you know, I wish him well. He, he, he knew what you were getting when Steve Blake came on the floor. I like him, yeah. Good good outside shooter. You know, obviously he's not this stud or anything, but he plays a role and he's, he's a good point guard. He's a good, solid veteran point guard. He sure is. But, uh, hey, look. Uh, like Mitch Kupchak, Kupchak said, uh, <laughs> one, one too many uh, siders. Uh, they want to look at Bazemore and Brooks, and, and you've got to be thinking, well, I was thinking anyway, Marshawn Brooks has been ch- traded, waived, whatever, from like four teams in the space yeah, of 12 months. Mm-hmm. Surely his confidence has got to be just shaken a little. 
Yeah, you got to think. I mean, he's been all over the place. And I remember when he first went to Boston. I remember, was it the preseason this year? <laughs> I started laughing to myself when you said his name. I still remember when I was just kind of pausing. I'm like, Marshawn Brooks sucks. After all the time, we, me and Marcus wanted him on Timberwolves Explosion. Wanted him like, like he was gold. And then we see him at preseason. I'm like, this guy sucks. <laughs> so uh, I brought back that memory. I'm sorry. I had to chuckle. But, but... he looks like a little... Little version of Kobe Bryant out there today, I thought to myself. He's got a little afro, like from 12 years ago, I'm talking. Yeah, the good. Um, yep. He's not as big as Kobe, but his movements, and obviously not as good, but his movements and that remind me of Kobe just a little bit. Yeah, look, while he's there, he should pick Kobe's brain and, and just work his ass off because as for all of D'Antoni's faults, he can get guys like Marshawn Brooks going, I think. You know, he's been proven in the past. Yeah, I'm saying Marshawn Brooks. That could be the. This could be the one. You know, when it comes to him moving around all the time and all that good stuff, this could be the destination for him. I I like it actually quite a bit. The whole Kobe thing. Yeah, it's he's kind of like a wannabe Kobe. Now he's on the Lakers of all teams. So this could be a really nice sneaky move for the LA Lakers. Even though obviously losing the veteran, but. Lakers may have to be transitioning, unfortunately, to a younger, obviously, like a younger group of players at this point in their, um, this 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 point in their franchise right now, this their, their status, so to speak. Marshall Brooks could be that sneaky, explosive guy off the bench. Maybe who knows? Who knows? I'll I'll just leave it at there before I say some preposterous <laughs> statement. He's the starter for the next fifty years, right? <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, that's what I mean. But, uh, yeah, no, it's going to be interesting to see if he develops or, or, or gains a bit more confidence. Yeah, it's all about finding that sneaky move that I wish the Timberwolves would do. Just just once, please. You know, I mean, Shved was, <laughs> we thought, maybe. But, uh, of, of, of course, now, whenever it's the sneaky move, it's the bust. You know, <laughs> you, know you know who you guys should uh, look at is Earl Clark. It's like who's that again? No, yeah, he's the guy. Yeah, obviously he was on the he was on the Lakers last year, right? Uh, and got traded, actually, he got hmm? traded to Philly for the Spencer Hawes deal. That's what it was. Yeah, that's where I and, saw his uh, name. Mm-hmm. They waived him. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, he he's he's long, athletic. He can rebound. He can score. Um, needs to probably improve his you know passing a little bit and 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 that. But he's still he's still handy off that bench for you guys. Yeah, and I liked him with with LA when he was there. So he's so he, he's going to wind up somewhere for sure. I don't think he's going to be out of the. Yeah, obviously, definitely, he's not going to be out of the league. Yep, might be a sneaky move. Uh, Martin's out for a while yet, broken thumb. Yep, we, we know our we know our uh, best coach in the of all time is not going to play Shabazz. So <laughs> we just know it, which just infuriates me still. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yep. Perfect opportunity to give Shabazz some minutes. But, you know, that's like whipping a, a – flogging a dead horse here. So, you it, know, we, we, we say it pretty much every week and you say it pretty much every week. <laughs> every week. Every we week. say it pretty much every week on the Courtside <laughs> Podcast. Yep. Adelman clearly doesn't listen to us. So. No. And, it, and it's like, yeah, and it's like we're not just saying it to, like, jump off some, or, to you know, to ride somebody else, some other show's coattails or whatever, or just trying to copy everything. It's because it's just flat weird. I mean, he looked yeah. good against Portland. And yeah, he did. That's it. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it baffles. It's baffling. It's weird. I, and Buttinger, yeah, obviously the, the trade thing. And I know, I mean, I know you like him for the most part, and – I mean, I like him too, but 
I don't know. I'd rather see Shabazz than Buttinger right now. I mean, Buttinger's knees scare me. Uh, <laughs> rumors inside the are rumors, all that good stuff. Talk inside the organization is they are scared to death that that knee of Mr. Really? C's Buttinger, yeah, it's that he's not going to regain the athleticism he saw when he was a rocket. Okay, that, that, but no. that's fine. Like, mm. there's been tons of player, players who've lost their athleticism and changed their game style. Like, yeah, he he, he can become that. <clears throat> pardon me, that spot up shooter. I would not mind that if 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 he, if he became a good spot up shooter, I would be very excited because obviously any team needs at least one or two of those type of guys long term. Exactly, and if you guys are say if you guys right now were a championship team, he would not be oh. starting. He would be like yeah. Off the bench, you know, you, you you don't. He's just a good role player. You don't want Chase Butler starting, but you know, look, getting back to that knee, yeah. Just if if he has lost it, mm-hmm. the athleticism. There you go, spot up jump shoot. I mean, Ron Harper lost his athleticism. He just became a solid role player. Yeah, very good. Steve Kerr in college, when he blew out his knee, he became the spot up shooter that he he be. You know, we all know, know and love. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't think I don't think uh, the uh, the brass in uh, Minnesota should be worried too much. I mean, he's still young too, but he's 25. I mean, plenty of time to to get it right. And, and uh, if he has to change, I'm sure he will. Yeah, that's the thing. Because if he does change, yeah, and I totally hear that that uh, thought process. Because in, obviously, you know, when the Wolves were the most successful, their most successful season, they had a guy by the name of Fred Hoiberg. You could just count on every time he caught that ball. That thing is going in, you know. I, I just love that spot up shooting, and if you could become somebody at least like that, and maybe a slightly better version, slightly more, you know, slightly more going on than just that. But well, even if it is just that, he could be damn good at it. Uh, and you have athleticism at the same position anyway in Corey Brewer and uh, <clears throat> the other guy that doesn't play. So <laughs> it's just yeah, it's an ongoing. Ongoing deal there. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, you don't have to count on athleticism from every single guy at the same position. So, yeah, that's a good, that's a very good uh, take there on Mr. Chase. <sighs> it's, yeah, I mean, it's like you wish, you, you wish the Wolves could find some type of sneaky move. And I don't know, it's just seemingly, it's just seemingly not there. Well, the thing That's is, though, mate, you, you've got to remember Flip's only been in the job for one year, if, if that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, you've got to... I'm jaded. <laughs> yeah, you've got, yeah, you got to give him a, a shot to bring in players that he wants. I mean, Brewer is a Flip guy. He wasn't a David Kahn guy. No, he traded him uh, right away. Yep. So, you know, I'm sure Flip's got, Flip's got a list of guys he would like to get in and... I mean, you're not going to, he's not going to get everyone he wants, but I'm sure he's going to make changes. Yeah, there's got to be some kind of a plan going into the summer, I'm sure. sure. Hopefully it doesn't involve losing Kevin Love, but <laughs> just before we uh, probably move on to the next topic, I, uh, did you hear the story that Kevin Love told Peter, I always get this guy's name wrong, Peter Vexy, is it? Peter Vexy, yes, Vesey. Peter Vexy. Oh, I love that guy. I actually uh, like him too. Yeah, I like him too. He follows me on Twitter now. Um, don't know why. Um, <laughs> uh, well, Kevin Love, he he says that Kevin Love told him that he's told Flip that he wants to be traded and, you know, he's not going to re-sign with Minnesota. And, of course, Kevin Love denies it. Flip Saunders mm. says the last thing he said to me was that he had in my sports jacket. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Peter Vesey comes out today and says, 
Uh, so Kevin Love doesn't remember speak, claims he doesn't know me, has never spoken to me. He must think I'm Jesus Christ. <laughs> something like that. So one <laughs> of them's funny. lying. One of them's lying. I think it's Kevin Love. <laughs> I think it's Kevin Love. Yeah, I mean, the the media is so clicky. I mean, it's like, it's just high school again, where everybody here clicks together. Oh, yeah, Kevin Love said that. Yeah, you're Peter Vesey, you're stupid. You have no credibility. And then Peter Vesey's coming back. I mean, there was a world war of Twitter war, a world Twitter war. <laughs> or, yeah, a world Twitter war going on all day yesterday between, like, the Doogie Wolfens and... And uh, Jerry Zagoda's and and uh, well, not not so much Zagoda. He doesn't say so much. But Britt Robson and stuff with Peter Vesey. And <laughs> I'm sorry, those guys were a bit. I mean, they're they're. they're I don't know. I I don't mean to be too. I don't want to be too like harsh, but they're too clicky for me. I mean, they're all clicking up against Peter Vesey and just kind of join up, thinking, oh yeah, Kevin Love just laughed him, you know, laughed him out the door. So obviously he's wrong. He's just lying and throwing stuff on the wall. I don't think so. I mean, and Peter Vesey actually tweeted, (laughs) I read it and kind of laughed to myself, actually tweeted Darren Wolfson and said, you are so young and naive. And I'm like, yes, yes, I agree. Uh, Because if you really think that, oh, just because Kevin loves, like, and Flip Saunders laugh it off, that means that it's not true. Uh, how long have you been covering the NBA again? You know? Mm-hmm. Come on, people. Come on. Come on. Well, I have found the exact tweet Peter Vesey tweeted. Ooh, nice job. Nice <laughs> said, job. Yes. He said, so, love claims he doesn't think he has ever talked to me, denies our relationship. Clearly... He's confused. He must think I'm Jesus Christ. Wow, that's funny. So, uh, yeah. Um, looks like love's coming to LA. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or at minimum, opting out. Because who, on yeah. the, who who in their right mind, even if Kevin Love intends to stay or is convinced to stay, who in their right mind thinks Kevin Love is not going to opt out? Because every time there's an opt-out idea whether the player's young or old, unless it's an injured player with $17 million in their contract for the next year, a la, you know, <coughs> Damon Stoudemire or Elgin Brand, you know, somebody like that, they're, they're going to opt out for more security. And, look, yeah. Yeah, no, no, you, yeah you, you're, you're right. I, I've, I think it will happen too. But look, I've always said, for your sake, I hope he stays because um, I don't know how much you love the, the big K love. But for my sake, <laughs> because I want another superstar. <laughs> and yeah, you always seem to land the new one. If it's Shaq, <laughs> you, and, you, and the, I'll never forget within a few hours, obviously back in the summer of 97. Yes. No, 96, right? Yep. Oh my God. Summer of 96, you landed two of them in hours. In a matter of hours. <laughs> uh, in a matter of hours, yeah. <laughs> That's what we do. That's what we do. But uh, speaking of the upcoming superstars, yeah, yeah. Sean Brooks, there it is, <laughs> has led a comeback. That's the thing again. I'm telling you, a sneaky good move. I'm telling you, and I thought, I honestly thought that uh, Mr. Uh, Michael Beasley was going to be a sneaky good move for LA, and that so Paul Crawford. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's that? Well, Brooks. I oh, so did I. So did I. I, I thought yeah. uh, Beasley would be good for us. But mm-hmm. Brooks is six of nine. He is. Now, 12 points, and led a nice little comeback there to even the scores up at 76. Thank you very much. Marshawn Brooks, plus 12 as well. Lovely. 
Lovely. Son of a gun, son of a gun. <laughs> oh, no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying that. I'm just going crazy here. Yeah, he's uh I'm telling you again, yep, sneaky good move. Uh not sure I like the fact he's wearing number two though. Uh, uh, uh. Who Mr. who wears number two? Well, actually I shouldn't say that. Oh, well, that's the one. Well, one of my one of my all time favorites in Mr. D Fish, Derek Fisher. Oh yeah, five, that one. <laughs> five time NBA champion with the Lakers. <laughs> And then, of course, over here, I can never, ever, ever rip anyone for wearing number two, actually. But then again, no one ever will because it was Malik Seeley. Oh, I love that guy, Malik Seeley. He was the best. Oh, he was, he was awesome. Mm. Oh, God rest his soul. Loved, loved him. Loved yep, him. Love. Shook, shook his hand his first day he came here because I was at a uh, – I showed up to the free uh, scrimmage, public scrimmage at the Target Center when they still did them here. Oh, yeah. I just put my hand out hoping he would – Shake it. Shake it. I felt, you know, skinny guy, but then the strongest hand. I was like, holy cow. Grabs grabs my hand, <laughs> looks in my direction, and says, what's up, man? I was like, wow, that was awesome. Ah, uh, cool, cool. I, I fell yeah. in love with Silk. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I remember him at the, at the Clippers, and then yeah, because I, because I was always keeping an eye on uh, the T-Wolves because of Luke Longley, I, I uh, was really happy when he went to the Wolves, and he, and he blossomed. Mm-hmm. And he really um, hit Hit that massive game winner against someone who I can't remember who it was, and it was the Pacers. The Pacers, and not uh, who he started with, who he started yeah, with yeah. too. And, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. not long after that, he he he, he was killed, wasn't he? He was. Yep, yeah, later in that that summer, uh, Kevin Garnett's birthday. Oh, yeah. I'm getting teary eyed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It's it was shocking. Yeah, I was a season ticket holder back then because they were that really nice, cheap discount price and everything. And yep. I had this belief that the Wolves were a coming dynasty because Marbury was still the point guard oh back God. in those days. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. And then that was the year after uh, Seeley's second year. Um, he, um, I was at that game. Yes. The bank three. Wolves trailed by two. Really? Nailed it. Yep. Wow. Oh, that would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. It was. Uh, you should get a Malik Seeley jersey. I have a – it's like a sleeveless, kind of like a random thing that some – one of the sports clothing stores put together. It was like right at, right around when that happened, and yep. I, just, I just bought it. Boom. There was only one, and I got it. It's in, still in the closet. Nice. You should post a picture of it. I Yeah, I, I, I will on this page and probably on the uh, – or yeah, on the Facebook page for this show and probably the Timberwolves Explosion one too. I, I should. Yeah. Just a nice little uh, walk down memory lane there. Mm-hmm. It's basically never been worn. <laughs> oh man um yeah i'll save that i'll save that for like the end yeah i was about to <laughs> i was about to jump in on some bit our new bit there i'll leave that alone before i spoil it i was spoiled already uh wink wink um so <laughs> really uh the, the trade deadline not not the most exciting thing in the world but i think good good move for the indiana pacers who well they got their work cut out for them because the heat are that that freight train is beginning to churn it, it really is yeah, uh, like someone said to me, the Pacers have got their game face on. They're they're, they're loaded up and and mm-hmm. and I felt like uh, I mean we won't bang on too much about the Pacers because you know we we hate them. Um, we uh, I feel like they needed something. You know that they were starting to drop a couple of games. I, I thought mm, you probably shouldn't have dropped that. And I thought mm-hmm. maybe they just need a little bit of a spark. And I think Evan Turner's the, just the tonic they need. It could be. That could be a nice, sneaky, an, another sneaky, but not too sneaky, you know what I mean, type of move. Yeah. 
The sneaky one might be Lavoie Allen of this, you know, the terms oh, of like I, the under. I like that. That is a good call, man. That is, I love Lavoie Allen. I like that move. I do. I yep, like it big, a lot. Yep, yep, absolutely. Big six foot nine guy. Looks looks as strong as hell. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 is a good pickup for them as well. Like, don't don't sleep on the Lavoy Allen pickup because he's a handy big man. That's what I'm saying too. Yeah, he's going to be a help, especially come playoff time because you need strength, you need toughness, and he's like a better Craig Smith. Dare I dare I say that? I don't know. We're <laughs> annoying people right now. I actually like Craig Smith. Forecaster, so yeah, Forecaster adored him. Oh, did you guys have Chris Richard? We did. Yep. <laughs> I liked him. I liked him too. Yeah, and then yeah. it was just we, he didn't really get to play, and then he just kind of got let go after the the next year. We were kind of hoping he was another Craig Smith, and then it just I guess didn't turn out that way. Even though I, I mean, I liked him. Yep. Yep. But he didn't seem to have the energy level that the Rhino had. Craig Smith. Nah, nah. That was that was what was missing, I think, with him versus uh, old Craigy. <laughs> the Rhino, yes. <laughs> So with that, we can conclude the trade deadline part, and then we'll very briefly talk uh, about the just a couple games here with the Wolves and Lakers. We're going to take a quick break and come back right after this. Do you shop on Amazon? Did you know that you can support this podcast just by doing your normal shopping on Amazon? It's really easy to do. Just go to thesportstuff.com and click on one of the many Amazon pictures. Do your normal shopping, and Amazon sees that we referred you, and they give us a percentage. We'd like to thank you in advance for supporting thesportstuff.com, and please use our Amazon link. Now enjoy the rest of the show. We are going Too busy to sit in front of a computer? Simply search for and download Showtime and Timberwolves on iTunes for Apple devices. For Android, find us on the Double Twist app. And for Windows and Blackberry, search for us in the store icon. And now, back to Paladino Joey and Vince Germano. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Showtime and T-Wolves. Follow us on Twitter at Showtime T-Wolves and at Finrock44. Don't forget to call into our phone lines at 209-736-7877. That's 209-736-7877. Now back to Paladino and Vinrock. And we are back here on the Showtime and Timberwolves show. We're going to jump into just a couple games here because obviously it was the All-Star break and Kyrie Irving made some pretty cool moves in that game and won the MVP, and that's about all I want to say. <laughs> I'm just glad Blake Griffin didn't break the scoring record. Thank God in heaven for that. <laughs> yes, thank God for that. Oh, I was scared. But, yep, Kyrie Irving led back the Eastern Conference, which is not the Eastern Conference because, you know, they're going to win again, <laughs> in my opinion. But speaking uh, didn't, didn't of... Didn't watch a minute of the All-Star game, and, uh, yeah, hate it. <laughs> yeah, it's like I do too. Generally, and it's watching Kevin Love being kind of out of place out there. Um, it was it was he looks kind of weird out there. But I was so freaking bored that night. I had nothing to do, and it was like, what the hell? 
like nobody wanted to hang out or anything. It was just <laughs> just kind of a mad night. It's like okay, I'll turn it on, and it was. It ended up being more more interesting than I thought. So, but still, it pales in comparison to the Patrick Ewings and Chucks out there. Oh, oh big tone. Uh, I'm getting teary eyed again. <laughs> I'm I'm too emotional for this show. <laughs> look what look what happens when you drink. You get emotional. Yeah, look at me. Oh, that's surly, surly hell. Yes. Okay, look at me plugging the hell out of that. And yes, eight bit will return for you tall grass <laughs> fans out there. That is some. Oh, okay. Okay. Beautiful stuff. Um, so we were talking about the East being not the Eastern Conference, and they look like the Eastern Conference, the powerhouse of the East right now, got powerhoused out of Target Center. What the hell happened here? Timberwolves crush Indiana on Wednesday, February. Yes. Hmm? I'll tell you what happened. Kevin Love happened. He did. He scored his number, 42. Massive. And for all those Rubio headers out there, <laughs> Stu Benson, Hank McCoy, yeah, what the the hell? podcast. Stick that up, you jumper. Seventeen assists. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. You know, there's my bar fight. See, we were about to skip that. There's my bar fight. All the Rubio haters. Boom. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Yes, I'm throwing I'll, a bottle at him. Absolutely, I will drink to that too. Hmm. Seventeen assists in your face, Rubio haters. He was spectacular in that game. Yeah, he shot poorly, but. Okay, he got 17 assists. He made up for it. Big time. Kevin Love was, of course, big time. 5 of 10 from 3. 16 rebounds. 42 and 16. Really? Yeah, 42 and 16. Love it. Love it. Could watch it all day. Uh Yeah, I mean, that was a fun little game for the Wolves. Pacers looked like they were like, I don't know what it was. It looked like... I don't even know how to describe it. Like the, it's like everything was off to the side or something in this game when they <laughs> shoot the ball, except for Paul George, of course, who was uh, obviously a much better, way better version of what Wesley Johnson was supposed to be. I'm still bitter about that, just just, just a little bit. <laughs> Come on, mate. you gotta you gotta see canceling or something for that. Yes, I do. I'm literally losing my my mind right now. <laughs> Uh, that team, so good, but not good in this game. Just everything was off for the likes of David West, Lance Stevenson, uh, Hibbert. I don't think he showed up for this game. I really don't. Um, I don't know if it's all-star hangover or what, but that was yeah, you weak. You sort of get that a bit from Hibbert sometimes, don't you? Like You do. It seemed like he was in a funk all, all year last season, and then come playoffs, he woke up. <sighs> come playoffs, he was in. He was, he was literally like a... Ah, uh, dare I? Okay, here we go. Preposterous statement of the year, <laughs> like a top four center in the playoffs. He was unbelievable. No, he, he was good, he, and he was nearly—he was pretty much well. He nearly the difference between Miami and and Pace, uh, Pacers. <laughs> Miami. Well, I mean, they could—they couldn't stop him. That's why—that's why they've signed Greg Oden because they know they were, they're going to face him again. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean that—that that is a. That is a freight train waiting to happen, literally between the two, or a collision course, whatever you want to call it. Yep. I'm like I'm like all out of anecdotes for some strange reason tonight. It's like blank, <laughs> but it um yeah, it's basically a guarantee, kind of like Portland and Chicago back in '92. You just knew it was going to happen, and it did. Um, yep. Indiana from Miami is like beyond a guarantee, <sighs> but this game, it's like. Boy, uh, Pacers better get serious here. They are going to lose home court advantage, and if they do, well, they are not. They're not going to win the East, in, in my well, opinion. I, well, I want uh, 
I want an apology from you mm-hmm. to uh, Ronnie Turiaf. And and when Forecaster returns on Wolves Explosion, I want an apology yes. from him as well. Because uh, you guys ripped him apart. <laughs> Majorly. And he is doing a great job filling in for Peck. You know, you're absolutely right. He has been extremely good. Um, I'm. I was thinking the same thing. I. I feel bad about it. And I. Okay, Ronnie. I am giving you, a or Roni, but I, I like to say Ronnie though. Uh, <laughs> this doesn't sound right. The other one. I, I apologize. I deeply apologize. Um, let's let's drink to Ronnie Turiaf. Yes, Ronnie. I will drink to that. And we do wish him a speedy recovery as well. He's got a. Uh, issue going on with the knee now so oh great yeah uh so now it's like when we're talking about signing earl clark we might end up be we may we might end up signing the next greg steamsma instead unfortunately <laughs> you know Yay. oh goody yeah isn't that exciting oh oh i know hmm? you should be cock a hoop over it <laughs> oh yeah because if if gorgie zhang does not get okay this is it right here <laughs> Does, does there have to be a nuclear bomb or something for Gorgi <laughs> Zeng to get some freaking plague time? I mean, my goodness. I'm, every, I'm, I'm center that, every center that's a free agent will have to be down with an injury for Gorgi Zeng to get any playing time under Rick Adelman. It's, oh, <laughs> he's got to get it now. If Turiaf's out, he has to start. Yeah, I mean, but he no, won't. He'll start Cunningham. You watch. Oh, my God. Oh, beating oh, heart. <laughs> Oof, I, I, I just I can't believe. Yeah, I mean I I'm gonna lose it, and if it's still like four minutes or less, yeah, it literally there is no sanity of in Adelman if that's the case. And like you guys were saying on the courtside podcast, let guys make mistakes. I mean, yep. damn it, let guys make mistakes. So, and you know, you weren't actually talking about Shabbat. Well, yeah, you kind of were a bit, and other guys out there, and they got better. Uh, was it uh, Hornacek, right, with the Phoenix Suns? Yep. Yeah, let guys go out there. If they're going to make mistakes, so be it. Let them let them develop. So, well, you don't want to. You don't want a guy like Shabazz coming on, and even the you saw it firsthand with Derek Williams. The minute they make a mistake, they look over to the bench. Mm-hmm. And if they're playing Literally. with that weight on exactly when they play with that weight on their back, they're not going to play well. Nope. Uh, it's I've been there. I've been there and done that. Like you know, back in the back in the day, my early days, it was like that too. Oh, I turned the ball over. Oh, I missed a, a shot. Oh, well, there, there, there I go. Back to the same old thing again. You know, stuff like yeah. that. It, yeah, it weighs not, on you. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So let's, let's, let's let, let they're, they're, they're rookies. You've got to live with some rookie mistakes. Mm-hmm. It comes, it's part, part and parcel with being a rookie. Yep. And the plain as, plain as day, they're not winning now anyway. Hello. You know, <laughs> as Wally once said many years ago, hello, do we have to spell it out for you? <laughs> Get no. on Come on, Rick. Come on, Rick Adelman. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Um, but no, with with everything said, a very, very fun, surprising type of game. Kind of reminded me of the Portland game when we were spanking them around a while ago. That was a lot of fun. Though the one we won, by the way, not the one we, you know, looked good and then ended up losing, unfortunately. <laughs> because everybody was out in that game. Yeah, you only talk about the ones you win anyway, mate. Don't worry. I oh, know. Yeah, that's a secret. Yep, we got to see how everybody feels better about the Wolves. And, yeah, fun, 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 fun game. I'm not complaining about it at all other than, you know, obviously Gorgie not playing. But, okay, i got to cut it out. Uh, Turiaf getting hurt is not a good thing at all. So, 
uh, it, it it is what it is. It's kind of typical, I guess, Wolves luck at the center position, I suppose. Yeah, it's a touch of the uh, Lakers' bad luck. Yeah, lots <laughs> of injuries guys, there too. Guys dropping like flies, and we are just update on the Boston game. We're ten up with a minute thirty-one to go. Yeah, because this is this is your is this your first game back from the All Star break? Uh, no, we lost to we got spanked by Houston, which we won't. That's, we won't. Oh, that's mm-hmm, that's what it was. That stupid game. So we'll skip. <laughs> but, we'll but skip Cayman, that. Yeah, Cayman Brooks, uh, Jordan Hill coming up big, and Kent Bazemore as well. Uh, the two the two guys are going to trade fourteen and thirteen. Uh, really happy with that. Wes Johnson zero from four, four <laughs> fouls. But you know, Pau Gasol must return with sixteen and seven. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy. We snapped an eight-game home losing streak. So yay for us. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's it looked like Boston was going to kind of have like a, a close little win in this one, but yeah, the Lakers stepping up in the fourth, yeah. third, and fourth quarter. Guys like Marsha and Brooks. Look, it's, even though even though we both suck, you know the the, the Celtics and the Lakers. Isn't that sad? You want to you want to beat each other. Mm-hmm. It is sad. You're right. It is. It's 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 the oldest rivalry in the NBA. Yeah, yeah obviously it's it has no there's no vibe of it right now. Um uh, but it's like hey, this is like the game 7 of 2010 though and the Celtics were holding on to a lead and then they blew it late. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll watch that again later. <laughs> oh, look what I've done. Look what I've done. So if we so when we think about retro, we think about the good old days. Or maybe not so good in some ways, but good in a lot of ways. We we try to keep it semi positive at least. It is yeah, well, we 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 we'd like to yeah. In your case, it's probably more positive overall. Yes, <laughs> but we like to do the best we can to try to keep it positive. We do. Um, yes, we do. So, do you have a retro Laker? I do. I uh, am going for Big Eldon Campbell. Hey. I, I first came across Eldon in the '91 Finals. Uh, he too. Started, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he came on as a rookie in the game uh, five, I think it was. Scored twenty points, uh, and from then on, uh, he became after Perkins left and Worthy retired, he became a starting power forward next to Shaq. Played a bit of center and had some really good years with us. It was actually dirty when he left, um, but Eldon was so good, could go inside. Had a sweet jump shot for a big guy. Great teammate. Uh, and the thing that sucked, well, it was bittersweet. Uh, it sucked that he had a hand in beating us in 04, but he got uh, playing for the Pistons, but he did get yes. a championship ring. So that that was pretty cool that he got a ring. Too bad it was at our expense. Mm-hmm. But still love Eldon Campbell. He'll always be a Laker. I don't care that he's got a championship ring in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead. You're right. I was going to say, yeah, it took a, yeah, I mean, how it took for, and basically, he's basically a lifetime Laker. He grew up in Inglewood, California. I mean, it doesn't get better than that, does it? That's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's like you think, he's one of those guys, like, you feel so bad when they, they had such a good, they had such a solid career, but they never got the ring, like the, uh, like the Sam Perkins of the world, but Eldon Campbell did manage to finally get one really, really late, <laughs> like, like Jason Kidd and such. Yeah. Um, that that is very cool. Um, um, some people called him kind of a cancerous type player, but eh, I mean, I thought he was pretty good. I mean, he had some nice years during some of those lean years too in the mid nineties. That you yeah. probably don't want to remember too much, but he was good though. 
Yeah, I thought he, I, I, I mean, I can't remember anyone <laughs> saying he was, he was like, I mean, if there was any articles or any back then, there was no internet, but well, not here anyway. Um, yeah. I couldn't just, uh, imagine him being a, a bad teammate. I never heard anything like that. It's just, it's just blabbermouth radio talk. That's all it really is. The same people yeah. I you liked back then and don't now, I guess. Yes, <laughs> literally the same people, you know, on the same station all these years later. Uh, because there was a rumor about Eldon Campbell and Eddie Jones coming to Minnesota for Tom Gugliotta to join the Ooh. LA Lakers. Do you remember that one way back? I, 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 I don't. You don't? Yeah, supposedly it, it was like basically done, and at the last second we just said, nah. And then we ended up losing Gugliotta as a free agent. So the whole thing is the Wolves deny that that trade would ever have happened. But uh, in the end, if it would have, man, that would have been a hell of a trade for the Wolves. But probably would have helped the Lakers too. As long as yeah, Gugliotta, I think that, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that would have been a great trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like as long as Gugliotta didn't hurt his knee like he did in Phoenix. But yeah, it would have, I think it would have been yeah. good for both teams in that, in that yeah, sense. Yeah, he was so good, Googs, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. So good. That's a <laughs> that's a potential retro wolf. Maybe someday, but yeah, I better jump onto the retro wolf. That guy is Malik Seeley because yes, uh, he came around looking at Marshawn Brooks number two, and obviously the memory we heard. So we basically reminisced about Malik Seeley and how I actually shook his hand and everything. So that's my retro wolf, an obvious choice for this show. I mean, it's like spur of the moment, but it is what it is. I mean, I really was a gigantic fan. Uh, he played, it's just really kind of sadly symbolic how he wore the number two and he only got to play two years here. It's just, ugh. Yeah, taken taken way too soon. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was in his prime. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh, pardon me. Uh, yeah, I'm with you, mate. I was a fan. Um, I remember, uh, I just remember my good buddies in NBA, uh, Fellow NBA fans, we couldn't believe it because we'd watched him in uh, that Whoopi Goldberg movie, Eddie, where he played Stacey Patton, who wouldn't pass the ball. Remember that? You haven't seen that? I don't, know. I was like thinking, oh, he... I was like, oh, no, that's blanking on me. Yeah, no, he's in that. Stacey Patton, he played. Mm. Uh, I do know he was in something, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, just, just a shame, but... Uh, Sort of uh, sends a tingle down your spine when you talk about Malik Seeley. It was just so sad. It does. I mean, we're talking like, you know how it happened literally maybe two, three miles from here. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, just down Highway 100 here. Yep, that's mm-hmm. what it is. Yep. Yeah. Under the Green Bridge. Was Green he? Was it? Bridge. <laughs> were the, were the uh, reports true that he was drag racing David Wesley? David Wesley? Um, I am not sure. It's. Uh, I, I, I think the drag racer around here was uh, Tom Hammonds. Remember that name? He was a he was a drag racer for sure. But I, I, I wasn't it after a Charlotte game or something, and Wesley was playing for Charlotte at the time because oh, yeah, they were buddies. Because they were buddies, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Wesley's like, you know, so I oh, will give you a run or something like that, and had a bit of a drag, and Malik lost control. Mm. So I, I remember Wesley copping a lot of crap for it. I don't remember. Uh, it's possible. I yeah, I'm, I'm blanking on that one. You'll have to forgive me yeah. for that. Yeah, it, that's all. Right. It sounds vague, very vaguely familiar, but I'm not cr- totally sure. So I guess listeners, I'm not quite sure about that one. But overall, Malik Seely, yeah, very likable guy. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, that's about all I can say at this point in time. I'll probably probably reminisce about him some more in in, in passing on, on future shows. Yep. And congratulations to the Lakers. They did win. So that is the Laker review because – Oh, but yeah, yeah, we're going to skip that Houston game, are we? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not talking about that one. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we won. <laughs> Yay! Playoff, no. run. Playoff run coming. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's the sad uh, part. I, I, I really wish our teams were doing a little better right now, but of course not. Uh, we'll, we'll get there, mate. We'll get, your team's doing okay. You, you'll be right. We'll, we're just building. We'll, we'll, we'll win a championship before you at some stage, so don't worry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> Depending on who you get, but yeah, depending on that guy. But yeah, we'll we'll rehash that probably a million times in coming shows. So yep. with that, yeah, well, we've done our bar fight. We've done our <laughs> we've done our retro wolf, retro Laker. I believe that should put the wraps on this one. That's that's done diddly. Done diddly. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, there you go. So with that, we want to thank you all for listening. Do tell a friend about the show. Give us a rating on iTunes would be really appreciated if you give us like a five star even a four star rating anything but one or two come on now we're, we're better than that but yeah give us some type of rating we will give you a shout out on the show it would be greatly appreciated so with that we will put the wraps on this episode again thank you again you know how to reach us on the Facebook page the Twitter account always greatly appreciated the phone line 209 736 209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Mention which show you're calling into, which is the Showtime and Timberwolves show. And we will be more than happy to interact with you on the air. And hopefully we'll have more positive things to talk about in the coming days, weeks, and months. And we will. We will. So that's the good part. With that, all I can say is go Timberwolves. Go Lakers. Thank you.